joining me right now on Kumite TV is newly signed Ryzen. What you know? What weight division is this? You know, like enlighten us on this. Well, this is uh, sixty-one kgs. Um, you know, I fought all the way, all the way up to seventy kg, um, weighing this weight. So I'm glad I'm fighting in the lighter weight classes nowadays. Definitely. Well, kind of high, man. It's like I'm. We've been. I've been trying to get you on for a while, so it's kind of cool to kind of you know finally get you on here and uh, talk shop. You know about your uh, rising debut, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Let's kick it off first. Uh, I know that you've been out in Asia, Southeast Asia, for the last few years, and you just recently returned to uh, the states or Hawaii. Um, talk about your whole experience of being out in Asia and you know training out there, fighting out there. Where were you exactly? I was out in uh, Chiang Mai, in Thailand. Uh, that's northern Thailand. I was training at Team Quest Thailand, and it was a great experience. You know, this is the first time I ever got to just focus on training and fighting because most of my career I was working and this is the first time that I ever just like okay just move to Thailand and train and fight and what an experience that was man I, I just loved it trained every day two to three times a day six days a week um, resting on Sundays and then I, it came to a point where I just started fighting all the time twice a month a couple of times I fought three times a month you know <laughs> Just fighting all the time, you know. I've been out. There, I was out there for three and a half years. I fought twenty-seven times. Jesus you know, Christ! Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then I started fighting uh, in China. I hooked up with the OGFSA uh, agency with uh, Eddie, and uh, started fighting for the WLF out in China, fighting uh, the kickboxing, also the MMA, and uh, started doing, doing the Muay Thai scene around Chiang Mai at all the uh, stadiums around there. And then I started, then I went to China, did Muay Thai. And then, uh, you know, I won two titles in Hong Kong for I-1. Um, Muay Thai show out there, pretty great. Um, I just loved it. Then I started fighting MX out there. I saw that show when it was new and it was, that's a crazy game, you know, fighting yeah. Muay Thai with MMA gloves. And I'm fighting all these top guys and I only have 15 uh, Muay Thai fights now. I was just MMA fighter doing it for fun. Testing myself. That's what it was. Is I trained MMA full time, and I was taking these high level Muay Thai fights. You know, I fought on t Top King also. You know, fighting like fight. You fight the best guys on these shows. So you know, just just putting my stand up to uh, to the test, and that's what it was really about. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't understand the level of fighters that fight for Top King. That's a uh, big out in Southeast Asia or just in Asia in general, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh in fact i fought singh he's like one of the top 58 kgs in uh, as a thai fighter he fought a uh, raja derm um, lumpini you know this guy was at the top of the food chain and, and what a scrap it was and and, and it was so funny because we were fighting uh, out in china and it was kind of winter time and we saw we all show up there <laughs> it's freezing <laughs> so i'm thinking like okay the stadium's gonna be warmed up you know we get there to do the war uh to do the the pre-fight show like you know what we're gonna do and it's freezing in there and everyone's like tripping out and man when we get there it's like eight degrees eight to ten degrees in there <laughs> we're fucking fighting in the ring oh excuse my language we're fighting in the ring and it's freezing yeah <laughs> that was an experience itself but you know we're fighters so you just gotta show up and do it 
going back to Team Quest Thailand, I know that they have a great team out there. You were out there for more than three years. You got, uh, during that time, I know uh, Dylan Fussell, he's been out there. He's the captain yep. of that ship. And That's a general. Bruno, Bruno was out there, yeah. you know, for a while. And, you know, I know that you learned from all of those guys. How was that experience? How did it change you, you know, being there and uh, experiencing their style of coaching? You know, it was, it was great. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a sponge. No matter how much fights I have, I'm, I'm a student first. I, I want to keep learning. And, you know, just taking little bits and pieces of what everybody got to teach me. You know, Dylan has really great wrestling background. We did a lot of wall wrestling. That was new to me, you know, a lot of grappling. And, and just training hard and, and just having that mentality of, uh, of being strong, showing strength, not showing weakness. And, you know, training with Bruno Cavallo, that was a great experience, too. What a great guy. What a great teacher also, you know, and um, upping my jiu-jitsu level. Um, in fact, before he left Team Quest, uh, he gave me my purple belt. And that was a surprise. You know, I, I, I'm just a sponge. Just go in there doing my thing, and uh, he surprised me with that. I was really happy. And, uh, you know, great great coach and a great training partner and friend. You know, those guys are great. I, I owe a lot to them. You know, I owe a lot to Dylan also is – I came out to Team Quest Highland, and, and it was just it, that place changed my life, you know. So, if you, if you're looking to be serious and you really want to be a fighter, you're heading out to Thailand, man. Chiang Mai is 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 a great place where you up your level and become a full time fighter. Chiang Mai uh, is a, is a perfect place. There's not a lot of um, distractions like most parts of Thailand. Um, there is, you know, there is a tourist side of it, and it's really great, but you know, the mountain views and running the temple stairs. And um, I really like Chiang Mai. It was really beautiful. My time at Team Quest, no doubt, is on the top of my list. I want to go back. In fact, I'm trying, but we, we see how, how it goes. Hopefully, I get back there this year. Why did you decide to leave after so long? Well, you know, I've been there a while. And, um, you know, just like every other place. And as a martial artist, I just like to travel all over the place. You know, I, I thought my time there was good, and I wanted to explore a little more. Ended up going down to the Fairtex camp because I have I heard that Bruno was going back, and he was going to be the coach down there. And some of the guys that used to train at Team Quest was also going down there. So I, I made a trip down there. I was out there for about eight months. And, you know, all the, all, since I've been out there, you know, I had a girlfriend, and um, she's from South Africa, and we, I, we ended up having a son out there so you know i just have to i was just making moves man that's why i was fighting so much you know all the time because that was the only way i could live and i want to be out there and um and and still live that life so you know when it came down to it after pataya i was like okay let's get back to the states and uh you know i tried to i tried to be the normal life you know i was like okay maybe you know let's get a job and i'll do this and that but you know uh just wasn't for me and um i caught it quick you know i just kept training you know and um things just work out so yeah not gonna stop all the way to the wheels fall off well <laughs> if you did stop you would never get this chance to fight in rising man which is yeah. huge i think in in yeah, anybody's it career is. it was my dream you know i i got the call um a couple of years ago uh, from my friend that works for Ryzen, and he said, "Hey, Connor, you're 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 on the roster, this and that, talking about the kickboxing, you know, because they've been following me because I fought in Japan before on VTJ, Valatudo Japan. I was in their flyweight tournament, 
Old which, school. Uh, yeah, and I fought there uh, four times already. Mm. What a great place. I love fighting in Japan, man. It's not like you go anywhere else in the world and you hear a whole bunch of nonsense mm. in the crowd. You know, just a bunch of keyboard warriors and people that don't really know what they're talking about. But you go to Japan, everyone's more respectful. You know, you if you're not if if the fight's not nothing's happening in the fight, you're not gonna be hearing boos and and this and that. People just talking smack. You're just not gonna hear nothing. Boom! Once the action starts, you start hearing clapping. You see a submission get thrown up, even more clapping. The fight is exciting. Wow! There's gonna be a lot of clapping. So I really dig that. You know, it's a more more respect type of deal, and and that's what martial arts is all about. It's not about oh kill him. Break his arm. Oh, boo, you're not doing nothing. Stand him up. These people really don't have the sense or knowledge. Because when I look at somebody fighting the ground, wow, I'm seeing, oh, this is this is a chess match now. Or if it's on a stand-up, we're looking at, um, oh, man, this is, this is great. Two guys going at it, two different styles, you know, putting. That's how I feel when I'm in there. I am trying to test my stand-up. Because I have my own style. So I'm trying to go out there and I'm trying to fight guys. And I want to see what if my style is going to beat their style. You know, I, I have my own style. And I'm going out there fighting the top Muay Thai guys. And I'm knocking a lot of them out with my own style. So that's telling me it's working. Because that's the only way you're going to know if what you're training and what you're doing is going to work. Is you have to put it into play. If you don't put it into play, you'll never know if it's going to work. When you got the call from Ryzen and they told you, like, you're on the roster, you know, and it took so long to actually get you matched up, were you kind of, yeah. you know, hesitant? Like, man, is it going to ever happen? You know, waiting for them to give you that call? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it, it, it taught me patience. Mm -hmm. You know, good thing I just didn't stop everything, you know. But um, I, I, I'm just, I can just tell you I am ready for this. I am ready for this. I've been waiting my whole life. You know, for an opportunity like this, especially in Japan, fighting on their biggest show, you know, in front of everybody and, and, and rising. You know, I, I grew up, when I started first started training in 2003, man, I was watching Pride. I was oh, I mean, telling my friends in Hawaii, man, I'm going to be on Japan. I'm be doing this and that. And, you know, a lot of them, you know, when you're from Hawaii, people are like, yeah, yeah, you are. But you don't really go anywhere. You know what I mean? If you don't, you don't, if you don't, um. If you don't do it, you ain't gonna. You're just gonna be stuck in Hawaii. And, and a lot of my friends, they tell me that too. Like, wow, man, you was, I remember you in the living room telling us about Pride, and you're gonna fight in Japan. And man, you already fought there. You're just all over the place. They're like, you're the only one that actually did something that what you're gonna say. And I was like, well, you know, it's it's more or less. I just I just took a chance. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all it takes is you just gotta go. You know, when I was living in California and I was fighting in the scene, I was fighting for a lot of the King of the Cage. I fought for Pandemonium. I beat Steve Swanson. He was on the way to UFC. I beat Jesse Cruz. He was on his way. You know, I, I could have took that route. I could have went into the UFC. But Japan called. And they wanted me in this tournament. And I remember just Ricks and Gracie winning this in like 95, 94, 95. And I was like, man, this is an opportunity. So I went there. I went to Japan and they put them all on the line. You know, I ended up losing in the semifinals to um, Hiramasa Okujibo. Great fighter, you know. And um, he ended up winning the tournament. I wish that was me, but the way the chips fell, and I don't hold nothing against it, you know what I mean? Move on to the next one. That's what fighting all about. You can't win them all. And you got to be able to jump in there when you know that you can't win, but you still go in and you still try, you know? That's what it's all about. Well, now you're going in, man. You're rising 16. Oh, man. You know, June 2nd, so you're going to Kobe. 
Japan. Um, now let's talk about your opponent, Mamuro Ui. It's a, I like his name already. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a dope yeah, name. Full uh, yeah, full swing. Yeah, full swing. Yeah, so you know he's gonna come full swing at you, right? So oh, man, what's the potential what of that kind of for. fight for you? Oh, it's gonna be a war. You know what I mean? I'm gonna put it all on the line. It's gonna be me or you. You know, I'm, I'm coming. I'm uh, right when the bell rings. I'm gonna run right out to the center, and I'm ready to go. Okay, let's let's do it. Let's bring it. You know what I mean? We kind of have sig- similar styles. Putting it all out there, swinging for the fences, and uh, I'm excited, man. My training camp went great. I feel great. I'm just so excited to get out. I want to get out there. Right? I leave on Wednesday. I'm just like, oh, just hurry up. Let's <laughs> let's get out there. That's what I'm talking about. Well, you're in California right now, like you just said. You just finished up your camp, Team Body yeah. Shop. Um, how is it working with uh, Antonio McKee and that whole crew out there? Because they're monsters, man. They're they're oh, they're yeah. doing it right now. That team is stacked. You know, AJ McKee, this Baby Slice. You know, Joey Davis. You know, we have a bunch of guys. I've been with I've been uh, with Antonio McKee since 2010. You know, even though I did my stint in Thailand, I always kept in touch with him. And when they called me for this fight, I, I, I called him first thing. I said, Coach, I got the one of the I got probably the biggest fight of my f- career, and I want you in my corner. I want you to train me. He goes, Get over here, you know. Boom, was on the next flight. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, I, I, man, I put in the work. Even you know, even though it was any part of the camp, he made sure that man everything is 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 on on point. I listened to everything he said. Everything he says, I do, and. Um, yeah, ready just to put it all on the line and, and, and show everybody that Conor Hyatt is ready for this fight. You do have the style, you know, that Ryzen likes, that the Japanese fans like. So do you see yourself fighting out the rest of your career with Ryzen, you know, fighting the guys? Because there's a big names, man, on that roster in your weight class oh, that you yeah. can take on for the rest of your yes. career. And it doesn't matter about wins and losses for the promotion. So do you yeah. see that happening? Yeah, I do. I do, you know, this is my way in, and um, come on, come Sunday, June second, they're gonna see it, and I'm ready. Hey, Conor High wants to fight for Ryzen. That's what it's all gonna. That's what it's gonna say. That's what the performance is gonna say. That this is where I should be. This is my home. Do you see anybody else, or do you see anybody on the roster right now that you want to fight, man? You want these fights? Like this is the fights that I want to line up for 2019, 2020, 2021. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of them. You know what I mean? And um, I'm just gonna let it play out. Let me let mm-hmm. let me show you guys what kind of high it's all about. My style. My exciting style, how I go in there for the knockout. Let me let me show you guys what I'm all about, and then I'll start naming a few names after that. But there, I have my eye on a few guys, especially for this year, because it's still early. All right, man. Well, June 2nd, you got me hyped up. You know, Rises 16, Kobe Japan, kind of high. Man, I appreciate the time, and uh, of course, we will talk again in the future. Oh, of course. Thank you very much.